listening to the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. Inspiration for you as you walk by abounding faith, hope, and love, and live your God-given dreams. Welcome to the sixth episode of Season 2 of the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Gavilanes. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite memories from my very first short-term missions trip. This was to the Amazon jungle in Brazil. There's a whole story about how I even boarded the plane and got there. And I share that story as well as the one that I'm going to be sharing today in my book, By Faith, Adventures and Reflections on Walking with God Here and Abroad. I hope this story encourages you. It's called The Filter, and it was first a blog post, and then I included it in my latest book. Once the church was built in Brazil, we had the pleasure of taking a mini speedboat ride to visit the neighbors and invite them to the inaugural service. The custom over there is that instead of knocking on someone's door, you clap as you approach their house as a way of announcing your arrival. In one of the houses we visited, there was a man and a few of his friends who seemed very excited to see us. During that visit, the man invited our group to see the well he had in his backyard. Not realizing how far we would be walking, we thought nothing of leaving our shoes by the front door. We ended up walking quite a distance barefoot over a makeshift walkway made out of long, thin tree trunks. Thankfully, it wasn't so high, but it was still quite a balancing act. When we arrived at the well, we rested, and our host was kind enough to cut down some coconuts from a nearby tree and split them open for us to drink. While that was quite an experience in itself, one of the things that stood out to me the most from that home visit was watching the man pour the filthy well water into a water filter he had in his home and watching the murky water instantly come out clear of impurities and clean enough to drink. Amazing! As I watched the gunk being transformed into drinking water, I got a picture of what happens when someone is born again. So I shared it with one of the men there. I told him that that is what happens when we give our lives to Christ. We give Jesus our junk, our mess, our sins, our brokenness, and his precious blood wipes away our sins and cleanses us and restores us and makes us brand new. Now that is truly awesome. Today, if you are struggling with old ways of thinking and living, I would like to remind you that as a born-again Christian, you are a new creation. You are a blood-bought, redeemed child of the Most High God. Don't let the enemy fool you. There is no sin too awful that the blood of Jesus can't wipe away. That is his promise to us. I love thinking back to that time in the Amazon it was such an extraordinary experience. And I remember walking over those poles barefoot. I remember the coconut trees. And I also remember looking at that filter and really looking at that murky water and seeing how clear it came out. It was so clean that you could actually drink it. I'm so grateful for that illustration of what it's like when Jesus comes into our life and redeems us. The Bible says that God removes our sin as far as the east is from the west. The Bible also says that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. I love how it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That is God's promise for us, that when we are born-again Christians, when we receive Jesus into our hearts as our Lord and Savior, we get a fresh start. We get a new beginning. We're not slaves anymore to the thoughts, 
behaviors, actions that used to hold us captive. I hope you know that freedom. I hope that you've confessed your sins to Jesus and accepted his forgiveness. If not, I'd like to invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and to accept his gift of forgiveness. Remember that he paid the penalty for our sins on the cross. He bore those sins. He became those sins for us. He died, was buried, and rose on the third day. Because Jesus is alive, we have the gifts of eternal life in heaven with our Heavenly Father. That's a beautiful gift that we should all receive. So I'd like to pray for you, whether you are a believer today or whether you're just seeking Jesus for the first time, I want to encourage you and pray for you. Father God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that your word says that if we confess our sins to you, that you are faithful and just to forgive us and that you remove our sins as far as the east is from the west. I thank you that when you look at us, you look at your son, Jesus. I thank you that we have forgiveness of sins because of the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for taking our place on the cross, for dying on our behalf, and for reconciling us with our Heavenly Father. Lord, I thank you that all it takes is for us to invite you in as Lord and Savior into our hearts to receive your forgiveness. Friend, if you've never received Jesus, I'd like you to take a moment to say this prayer out loud or in your heart and really mean it, really make it your own. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. I ask you to forgive my sins. I receive your forgiveness. Father God, help me to turn away from any thoughts, actions, or behaviors that are displeasing to you and help me to live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for being my Lord and Savior, my friend, my Redeemer, and my all in all. I ask this all in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. If you said that simple prayer and really meant it, then I am rejoicing with you. The Bible says that all of heaven rejoices when one sinner repents and turns from their wicked ways. So there's a party in heaven going on for you. I hope that your next step is to find a good Bible-based church in your area and also a copy of the Bible, whether a hard copy or online. And go ahead and start reading the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to learn more about Jesus. The Psalms are also great for encouragement. Proverbs is great for wisdom. And if you want to start from the very beginning, then go ahead and read Genesis. You'll also be encouraged. If you'd like to read more inspiring stories like the one I shared today, then I invite you to pick up a copy of By Faith, Adventures and Reflections on Walking with God Here and Abroad. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I hope you're being blessed by these podcasts. I hope that you'll subscribe and also stay tuned for the next season of the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. Until next time, God bless. You've been listening to the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. For more encouragement on your faith journey, visit AboundingFaith.com and follow Abounding Faith on social media.